We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, guys. Welcome to another uh, Panther Rants podcast. I'm Watt Harris here. It's Monday, and it's uh, a dreary day here in Houston. Not sure how it is in the Berg. I know I know the weather there has been pretty bipolar for you guys. You know, one, one week you're getting snow. Next minute it's 70 degrees out. You know, I think the times I live in Pittsburgh, it was a rarity. I remember one time in December, it was like, um, I forget one year, one year. It was when I lived, it was when I lived at home with my parents. I remember it was like in the, one week it was snowing. I remember then the next week it was 70 degrees out. And what really, uh, what really got me was, um, during that time in the winter, you're really not cutting grass. So, my neighbor, who my you know, the thing about um, my mom and her neighbor, basically, they were always trying to one up each other on certain things, and you know, basically how it always went was, you know. Mind, you know, if my mom had something, well, of course, you know, you know, I have a dad too, but he stayed out of it. It was mostly my mom and her neighbor, which was another lady. But um, anytime they had someone had something done in their yard or their home, the one person was, would, would would say how great it is, but then they would find something wrong with the other person's. Home, like what was done to theirs. Like one time they go, they got both their driveways paved, <laughs> blacktop, and um, my neighbor was talking about how great her driveway was, how how nice it looks, and she's like, I don't, I don't like what you did, to, I don't like what you did to your driveway. That's that's that doesn't look good for your driveway. <laughs> so getting back to the point, she. Ha- my neighbor had her, I guess, um, person that had cuts her grass come out and cut her grass in the middle of December. So, next thing you know, I get the call. Hey, you need to go out there and cut the grass. And I'm like, it's the middle of December. You're going to have me out and cut, I'm going to go and cut grass. Well, well, so-and-so got her grass cut just now, so you got to do it. <laughs> And mind you, the grass was practically freaking dead because it was it was freaking 
covered in snow, so naturally, it wasn't even high, it wasn't even, it was just dead. But sure enough, I had to go out there and, and cut grass and weed whack. Maybe, maybe it gave me a head start till the, um, maybe it was going to give me a head start for when spring came, you know, when the grass is like, you know, 25 inches tall. But, um, starting off here, uh, Pitt lost, as expected, to Virginia. They ain't just, they, they ain't get just, they ain't just lose. They got creamed pretty bad. It was 30 to 7 at halftime. And, um, well, <laughs> I guess the post-game comments, basically, Kevin Stallings start out with, well, that wasn't any fun, (laughs) which was, which was an awesome comment to have. That wasn't any fun. Of course it wasn't fun. Good Lord. And for the Pitt fans with a sit through that, I commend you. The students too, I commend them. The fact they have to show up and find a way to cheer, find a way to cheer for all that. Ugh. I mean, at least you guys are getting you know like these uh, throwback tank tops. I mean, at least the uh, university's giving you something for uh, for having to show up to these these games. At least it's not a free uh, a free Coca Cola. You know, at least we're giving you some t-shirts and some other stuff. Jesus, I mean... Heather Light's going to have to do something because... At this rate... She's going to... They're going to pay, they're gonna have to pay these kids tuition to come to these games. Although, I mean, you know, the home games are done, but... You know... If somehow Kevin Stallings is retained next year because the uh, the apocalypse that's happening in college basketball right now, which we'll get into in a, in a moment, if I mean if we're stuck with them another year, shit, they might have to pay p- kids tuition to come to come to these games. Or maybe pay some of your salaries as well to whoever's listening to these. Maybe maybe comp your season tickets. Because that's just frustrating, and I'm sure you know when you got tickets, season tickets to pit basketball, and um, back in the day, obviously it was a big thing for you. You, you donated as well. I mean, it was a big beam of pride because you're you're buying, you're supporting, you're buying tickets to see a winning team. And now you're stuck with this. And uh, you know, this morning and uh, yesterday, I, I, I tweeted out Mick Cronin's record when he first started out with Cincinnati. Basically, with Cincinnati, uh, they fired Bob Huggins after a DUI, and you know, of course, he was having a bunch of problems up up until um, his firing. He was clashing with the administration and I think at the end Huggins got burned out 
And, you know, obviously drinking's always been an issue for him. So he got fired because basically they gave him an ultimatum, quit or be fired, and they end up firing him. And, he, and, it, and what made this really bad was it happened right before the basketball season began. That's how bad this was. And it drew a ton of backlash because of how good of a coach Bob Huggins was to Cincinnati all those years. Uh, you had, I mean, I remember a bunch of donors pulled out. Fifth Third Bank, which was like their um, their sponsor for that. And I think that, and I think the arena was named after them. They were threatening to pull out as well. I mean, that's how that's that's how much backlash this drew. This drew. And so, on top of that, you have an interim coach, and you really have no recruiting. So they, they missed an entire recruiting year. Not to mention they had players leave. Players decommit. And it, it, it sucked. So when Mick Crone took over, he had to scrounge for players. And at, the, at one point, Carter Barwin, who played, who's, who's an NFL football player, he walked on to the, football, to the basketball team that, the next year. Playing, you know, playing under Mick Cronin. So, yeah, it, it wasn't good at all. And, and at the time, since they was joining the Big East Conference, so think about that for a moment. You fire your longtime coach, you miss an entire recruiting year, not to mention you're joining a, the Big East Conference, which, was going to, which went to 16 basketball teams. So, if you look at Cronin's record, it wasn't really good. They did. They did pretty decent under Andy Kennedy in that one as an interim that year. That's because basically it was what was left that they had of the, their squad, and those were some really good players. But they just barely missed the tournament. I mean, they were uh, a lot of games they uh, they missed because they lost because of depth. You know, they wore out. But yeah, Cronin's first few, first at least two years, they since they were losing, they were pretty bad. I mean, it took him. I mean, it took him years to get Cincinnati to where they are now. And I guess you know what I was trying to say is, regardless of who Pitt hires here next, it's going to take time. It was obviously going to take time under Stallings, but. The way things are going, it really doesn't look like it's uh, gonna happen because they've lost almost every, they've lost every single conference game, and there's really no no glimpse of what you know if next year's gonna be any better. So I'm not even sure who pick can get at this point. Which, uh, you know, obviously the FBI is involved in the uh, the college troop scandal. I, you know, I don't know much about the FBI. I mean, I know what they do, but obviously there's some memes going around about how uh, the FBI is, um, you know, so quick to uh, 
jump on college sports, but not take the, you know take the threats of a, of a of a school shooter seriously. And you know, with the FBI, there's obviously several departments of the FBI. So it's kind of pretty much a yeah, you're painting it with a broad brush there. And going into that, our own Sean Miller, which I really shouldn't say our own because, you know, he hasn't really been, you know, been back at Pitts since the mid-90s. Of course, he left. And he left in a way that supposedly pissed a lot of people off. I think he left and took Archie with, Archie with him to NC State, and I think left us at, left us at the altar with several other recruits. I would say, and of course his dad hates Pitt. We all know that. He even I mean he even said so pretty much. So Sean's been the head of you know part of this investigation and. Uh, Obviously, over the weekend, it came to a big head when the article came out about how they were wiretapping and his phone line, and he was investigating, I mean, not investigating, he was working on $100,000 to a recruit. I think you can pretty much put the, uh, the nail in his coffin. The only thing that can happen to him is if Arizona decides to hold on to him and let him coach, give him a chance to clean up what he screwed up. Because he's obviously still good enough of a coach. And Lord knows what your next tire is going to be like. I'm, you know, I'm not even sure what their next hire is going to be. If that, you know, if that's the case. But think about this for a minute. Sean Miller cheated and never got to a Final Four. Think about that. All that trouble and no Final Fours, none. That's gonna suck. Because you have Gonzaga. They've been to a Final Four. Virginia Commonwealth's been the one. Butler went to two of them, two in a row actually, two national title games in a row. You have schools like that to get to a Final Four, but Sean Miller can't go. Makes no sense. Whatsoever, and obviously, with this, this is more to come. I mean, this morning I read a tweet that Dan Wetzel, I guess, from you know, Clay Travis had Dan, usually has Dan Wetzel on during the week. Usually, every usually every week he has him on, and Dan Wetzel's putting the over under of co- college coaches being on jobs at twenty. Which, if Pitt's looking for a uh, head coach for next year. It doesn't really bode well for them at all. In fact, it's really bad. 
because you have all these P5 schools that are going to need coaches. So what does Pitt do in this situation? Pitt's going to need to, uh, regardless of what happens, Pitt's going to need to buck up. They're going to have to buck up. And unfortunately, they're probably going to have to tell the fans they're going to have to buck up as well, whether they like it or not. If, pretty much if that means raising ticket prices. So, obviously that would, that would infuriate fans because the fans get pissed off when you know when they have to pay when they have to pay for parking. So obviously that's not going to bode well for them at all. I mean, that's one thing. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm saying it's one logical thing that's going to happen. Is they're going to <laughs> ticket prices are really going to go up. I mean, I mean, the university is going to find some way to get their money, one one way or the other. That's how it always goes. I mean, they're, they're not just going to throw a bunch of money for a coach and say, "Hey, hope you're happy now." They're going to find some way to collect their money. That's how it always goes. It's like taxes. Or, you know, that, that tax cut that we all got from Trump, which, you know, I laugh because, yeah, we're getting some extra money or a check, but that money is going to go somewhere else. That's how it always happens. Or something else got cut. I mean, they, I mean, people just don't hand you anything anymore for free. Like, for instance, I mean, this tax cut itself, it's going to come from somewhere. Or like, or like a free cell phone. You know, I must, I mean, when I, when I upgrade this phone, shoot, I, um, they offered me a free iPhone because I was a, uh, I subscribed to their, um, what's it called? Cable service. And so I almost took the, took the deal. And then I thought about it as I was making my selections online. I looked at the price of the phone originally. It was the phone was I think about a thousand bucks. And I said they're going to give me really a free thousand dollar phone just for buying their cable service. Really? So I went. So instead of um upgrading, I saved my card, did some more research, and of course, what, what was going to really happen was, is they were going to jack up the price of my cable service to obviously pay for the phone, that's how they were going to make their money, is by doing that, so I naturally, I canceled the upgrade, and that's that. So, like I said, anything, nothing's really free anymore. And if there is, there's obviously something tied to it. There's, there's obviously some, some, some sort of strings attached to whatever it is that's free or whatever's discounted or whatnot. So, for Pitt, regardless, it's gonna, this is going to cost people money 
lots of money. You know, I, don't, I mean, you could say Pitt may hold on the Stallings for one more year because of all this mess. It could buy him another year, but I just don't see it because attendance is going to go even further. Morale is going to get even worse. And it doesn't ha- and it doesn't hurt. I mean, it doesn't help much, I mean. When somebody replies to my tweet saying Stallings must go, and I look at the whoever likes the tweet, and it's a, and it was a m- mother of one of the players. So basically, a mother of one of the basketball players liked the tweet that said Stallings must go. So obviously, she's not really happy with what's going on because she probably has to turn on the TV every day, every game, and see her son out there getting embarrassed. Not, the, not, not so much your son getting embarrassed, but to see the, the entire basketball team getting embarrassed. Oh, well, anyways, I spent 10 minutes on this garbage. Now I don't know what much else to talk about after this. One thing I did mention is I thought, I said, you know, with Jim Rutherford, you know, making these deals... Shoot, maybe he should do the uh, Stallings buyout and the pit hiring, basketball hiring. He's obviously done a really good job at this. I mean, he made some deals. And he's got in position for a third Stanley Cup. Not sure if they're going to win a third Stanley Cup because it's hard as hell to win three in a row, let alone two in a row. I mean, shoot, I thought the Pens back in the early 90s would win three in a row because, because the Bulls won three in a row. I thought that I thought that's how that worked when I was a kid. I said, "Well, you know, the Bulls had all their pieces still in place, and they won a third championship in a row. The Pens pretty much have all their pieces in a row. It looks like they won three cups in a row, and it looked like that because they won the Presidents Trophy that year, and they pretty much kicked everybody's ass in the regular season. Postseason was a little different; it didn't work out that way for them." But anyway, we're hitting 22 minutes, and I really, I pretty much covered all basketball at this point. I guess now Pitt did make a hire, another hire, I guess as far as football goes, and I don't don't have the information in front of me, and I'm sure I'll get to it eventually, probably later in the week. But uh, it looks like this guy's not coach safeties. Hey, you know what? I'm all for it. Charlie Partridge obviously got a, uh, supposedly got a, a bump in his duties too. So obviously Pitt's, uh, you know, they're, after what happened there, I, I, I guess they're kind of uh, seeing the light a little bit. They say, hey, we got Charlie some more, uh, some more leeway here because he may get eventually get picked up somewhere. But, uh, hey, you know, more coaches, the merrier. A lot of defensive coaches, too. So, you know what? This team better be damn good, especially as defense. We're putting for adding all these coaches in. Oh, well, guys. Hell in a pit. Have a good week. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? 
Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.